Hello, everyone, and welcome to twitch.tv forward slash the Onyx Path. I am Travis Lag. My pronouns are he and they, and I will be your game master for the evening. Before we dive too far into the uh, joyous and wonderful events that are awaiting our players here in Fenrilic, um, I do have a few uh, bills to pay, as it were, a few things I need to share with you. First and foremost, uh, the Siderials Kickstarter is currently active. Um, Sidere bringing the Sidereal Exalted to third edition. Uh, if you want to head over there and check that out, that's uh, ongoing. I think we've got about two weeks or so left on it. Um, it funded in something like nine minutes. Uh, and they're well into stretch goals right now. So it's a great time to hop on because not only can you get early access to the manuscript, there's a whole bunch of stretch goals that have already been unlocked and even more cool stuff to come. So please go check that out. I also want to remind you that it is the 10th anniversary of Onyx Path Publishing. And each month we have been spotlighting a different uh, Onyx Path game. This month's spotlight is on the Trinity Continuum. Uh, the First half of the month is dedicated to second edition, the current edition of Trinity Continuum. Uh, so the majority of those PDFs are currently 90% off over at DriveThruRPG. Uh, you can get the entire Trinity Continuum for less than, I think it's like less than 12 bucks. Uh, so head over there and check that out. If you haven't tried out Trinity Continuum Core or uh, you haven't looked into Aeon, which is the sci-fi uh, future space opera kind of setting, Aberrant is the superhero setting. I'll be back here tomorrow running an Aberrant game in case you want to check that out. Um, there's uh, Assassins, which is sort of a modern day, uh, you know, wanted slash John Wick type thing. Uh, and yeah, lots of cool stuff, lots of supplements for those books available on offer 90% off over at DriveThruRPG. Um, I also want to just draw your attention to Frostlands of Fenrilic, the Scarredlands book, where from where we are drawing our uh, campaign right now, this covers the uh, northern icy continent of Fenrilic. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's a uh, whole new continent in addition to what's offered in the players, the Scarlands Players Guide, which is set primarily on Gelsped. Um, Frostlands Fenrilic has a built in adventure, uh, new playable species, uh, lots of guidelines for building your own materials both as, as a gm or if you want to put them up on the solution vault for sale for yourself and it features the beautiful incredible art of mike and melena um so definitely go pick that up link is in the chat um the bills are paid so let's dive into the story when last we met uh, the party was making their way north from a cave, uh, heading northwest toward Kovo Kimru. Um, on the way there, they were seeking out wallahogs so they might be able to make some clothing to help shelter them from the horrible winter cold of Fenrilic. And while they did come across a, a herd of wallahog, they also came across the uh, Flamebearer tribe who owned that herd. And uh, due to a miscommunication, um, the uh, tribe communicated that Alan should drop her weapons and she decided to communicate back with her weapons. She decided to drop them arrows first. <laughs> um, so Exploding arrows. <laughs> You're saying it like it's my fault? Uh, yeah, I, I, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, and so uh, that led to a uh, altercation 
in which the um, all but one of the flame bearers were killed. Um, the wall hogs were also killed, and you were able to sort of raid the what was left of the camp and collect those hides. Uh, you were had then uh, Nolo had then created a sanctum uh, for which you may rest in, uh, which you have all moved into now with the hides and the spoils. Um, so, what would you all like to be doing uh, with this overnight that you have in the sanctum, in a nice warm sanctum? I'm going to ritual cast um, uh, on familiar and have a little snow owl just so we can have like some scouts later. Okay. All right. You will have a snowy owl, little, little bitty owl. Anything else anyone else would like to do? Uh, do we all have winter gear now or do I need to make more? Um, you'll have enough time during your downtime, uh, to make some winter gear. Let's try this instead. Did we just lose a mic? No, I my camera. I hit the wrong button, and my camera turned off, and I didn't mean to. So I'm sorry if that messed up the layout. No, it's, it it blippeded. It was. Fun. It's all good. I just try not um, to turn it off because I know it moves us sometimes. All right, so you have a lovely little owl there. Um, anyone else ritual casting anything or doing any sort of downtime activities while you're chilling in this sanctum? It's good. I can right. help. I'll help uh, Charlong make stuff. All right, excellent. You're sort of crafting into the evening. Um, you do have the servants that come along with that as well, yes? Yes, I, wait, I believe so. Let me make sure. I'm not sure if that's another spell or if it's Actually, private. Out of curiosity, does Alan have the stuff to make a weapon? Hmm? Do you have the stuff yes. with you to make a weapon? Yes. It might be beneficial to... Uh, I, I will point out the fact that uh, Lulu really could use her own axe. <laughs> could I have my <laughs> own axe, Alan? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I will also assist Alan. I will, like, do double work. Um. It does not come with the the servants. That is another spell, I think. Um, this one is just like warded to all hell, so nothing can come in or out unless I want it to. Gotcha. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, having said that, are you, so are you going to start working on forging an axe then? Yeah. Do I? What do I have to roll? Uh, so that's going to be a uh, strength roll with your proficiency bonus. Yikes. Uh, seven. <laughs> All right. Um, you're having the hardest time working the metal. Um, getting it warm enough in the sanctum isn't a problem, but you're just, you're out of focus. You're not, um, 
you know, your head's not in the game at the moment. Something is that off. That makes sense, actually. Seeing, seeing all that struggle I can... with that, I'm going to use Chrono Shift so she can roll that again. All right, go for it. Roll again. Is there any way for me to give her advantage or help her in anything? All right, that was better. That was a 20. Are you proficient with blacksmith tools? Let you me go it. take a look. That would be in description? Probably, yeah. Uh, proficiencies in languages, tools, on like D&D Beyond. Uh, nope, I am good at vehicles. Excellent. So, no, you cannot help. Uh, best you can hope for is to not be in the way a whole lot. So I, I rolled a 20 that time. Oh, yay. Uh, I'm changed. Yeah. Uh, you gain some clarity as you're um, working this metal. Rerouting the way as time reflows, you also uh, your thoughts sort of reflow and you start to realize that you are, you have cut yourself off from the support of your friends and your loved ones because of the pain and anger you're coping with, with, uh, with, with the loss of haiku. Well, this may be something you were aware of, uh, previously it's for, it's at the forefront of your mind as you're finishing the beginnings of the pour for the axe's head. Um, you will require at least one more day to sharpen the axe and then another day to affix a handle to it. Okay, so what materials am I using so I can take them off my inventory? You tell me. What are you making that axe out of? I still have a, um, a horn saw. That could be fun. Uh, and I still have adamantine. Ah. I mean, if you want to make it out of adamantine, that's really handy for getting through like damage resistances and things like that. Okay. So would 25 pounds of adamantine do the trick? Yeah, you can make an axe head with probably 10 pounds of adamantine. Okay, so I'll say I have now 15 pounds of adamantine. I'm excited for this axe. I'm going to beat some people with it. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, any other activities anyone would care to engage in? I'm just uh, studying after I change that moment, I just uh, start studying. Excellent. Are you sleeping in shifts? Or are you all going to try to sleep at the same time? Uh, Lulu, the try to sleep? Yeah, you don't need to. I'll stay awake so other people can sleep. Okay. It is warded, so like you know, we're safe in here until it's um gone, which lasts twenty four hours. So you fall asleep one by one, Charlong. Where are your thoughts as you drift off into unconsciousness? Uh. Probably dreaming about tattoo designs for uh, for a, a crafting assistance tattoo. Like basically uh, something to give people advantage on crafting checks. 
Ooh, that'd be so cool. Okay. Uh, you start dreaming about the about the patterns, about um, walking through the plains of lead and looking up and seeing the constellations above. And in those constellations, you start to see some patterns, patterns that you can feel kind of in your soul um, are sacred remnants of orc culture from before the Divine War. And you realize you're staring at stars that are no longer there, may have never been there. But in those stars, you begin to see some patterns. Uh, you feel that if you can make sure you copy those patterns down as soon as you wake up, you'll, you may be able to devise a magecraft tattoo. Where are Charlie's thoughts as she drifts to sleep? Um, I honestly don't know. I was trying to think about that, but I don't. I mean, Charlie doesn't really give a crap about anything. Um, As you drift off to sleep, you find yourself back in Shelzer, uh, playing in a to a packed house. Um, there's hundreds of folks engaged, uh, partying, um, bags of gold falling at your feet, crowds chanting and and praising your name as the greatest storyteller ever to set foot in shells are. Where are Nolo's thoughts as he drifts off to sleep? Um, I, I obviously like clocked in on Alan's uh, uh, clouded mind a minute ago. And I think I know that feeling all too well dealing with, my own loss so i think um he is reminiscing and also um trying to find an appropriate way to address it to Holland that isn't disrespectful because he knows how fresh that wound is when you just lose somebody and he doesn't want to um be the new guy who's you know pressing everybody about their backstory, you know, right away and unloading trauma on them, you know, so. As you're thinking back and reliving the moment of your crash, um, you are on the boat, the water moving along somewhat peacefully. And then there's suddenly almost out of nowhere like this burst of force that pushes you toward the shore 
you hear the splintering of wood as, as your vision goes dark for a moment and you wake laying on the side of the shore on the rocks with your newly summoned familiar standing on your chest. I, I tried I tried to tell him he should not come in, but I must not disobey for he is the king. Who is the king? Otilius. What was that? What was the, the name? Otilios. And I need you to make a either arcana or religion check, please. Arcana or religion. Let's see which one's better. Arcana. Okay. 18. Uh, you recognize that name. Uh, the King of the Owls. Convenient. Uh, According to legend, he fought alongside the gods um, when Mormo descended into the Hornsaw Forest, the then Broadreach Forest, and he and his people were ripped to shreds. But the god of dreams, Irius, took pity on him and crafted him a new body out of dream stuff. Tenille grabbed gathered the feathers from his fallen companions and placed them into his wings uh, from those, the new species of giant owls were born. And it is through that magical union that Otilios is able to move back and forth between the land of dreams and the land of reality. Uh, you also are aware with that role that uh, Otilios acts as a herald of Arius. I will go to the owl. And... Is he here? Yes, but not here with us. Oh, with he seeks, he seeks counsel with your friend. Which one? Aetherin, what are you thinking about as you drift off to sleep? Uh, Aetherin is wondering why the Snow Queen chose her. Uh, and just sort of full of self-doubt and anxiety that she is not up to uh, finishing the tasks before her. As you're drifting off and you start thinking about this anxiousness, you... Find yourself back on Gelspet. Not in Shelzar, but far enough out in the desert, you can see the walls of Shelzar. And you feel a weight in your satchel. Something heavy. Look in the satchel. Uh, you see four orbs. Um, almost egg-shaped, blue and white, in like snowflake patterns, uh, these orbs. Do you have any idea what, what the orbs might do? Because I'll, I'll pick one up and like hold it and examine it. 
you have the feeling that this is one of the winter bloom seeds. Okay. Uh, remind me, was there something I was supposed to do with the winter bloom seeds? Plant them. Start digging a hole. Uh, you begin digging in the in the sand. Uh, it's very easy. Um, sand moves quick, and before long, you have a place deep enough to plant that seed. Okay, it, it gets planted. You set the Probably. seed down. Go ahead. Oh, uh, conjure up a little um, snow or ice so it gets watered. Excellent. Uh, you set the seed down and cover it with dirt. You conjure the the, the ice, uh, and it's below it, and it melts almost immediately in the heat of the desert. Uh, and as soon as you pack the dirt over it, you feel a chill pass over you. As like you look up, I'm sorry? Cold or dread? Like cold. Okay. As you look up and see icicles forming on the walls of Shelzar. Off in the distance, you see a, a tribe of ironbread, perhaps, Sutak, perhaps. You don't know. It's too, they're too far away. Uh, but you see them effectively get wiped out by at first what you think is a snowstorm or a, a sandstorm, but you quickly realize that's not sand, that's snow as a blizzard begins pouring down around you. And you hear the heavy flapping of wings. Oh no, I'm afraid to look for the source of the wings, <laughs> but I do anyway. Uh, you look up as a giant owl uh, that grasps a two meter long scepter in its talons uh, flies up just before you. And says, pay heed to me, druid, priestess, for I am the king of owls, sent by the king of dreams. Uh, pleased to meet you, king of owls. I come bearing a warning. I'm listening. The gods each have their own agenda, their own goals, their own dreams. Mm -hmm. They survive only in harmony, only so long as their truce remains intact. Be careful the fruit you plant does not shatter that. Pardon and bless me? you. Thank you. Do you have any advice on how I might do that? It is not my place to give you advice. It is my place to pass along the message. Okay. Um, thank Perhaps. you for the message. Perhaps you should seek counsel outside your lim limited experience. 
Okay. Thank you. I, I will take this warning seriously. I am pleased. The owl flies away as the ground hardens and starts to crack at your feet. It begins shaking and you hear a scream, uh, crying out in pain, a woman's voice coming uh, from the earth itself. I start running towards the voice. Uh, I'll get back to you. Okay. Alan, what's on your mind while you're uh, drifting off to sleep? Um, I thought that I would be thinking about like loss and being alone and how everyone I care about dies. So probably I'm dreaming about something like being trapped in a room, like alone. All right. You're trapped in a very, very small cell. Um, rather than doors of iron, it's one, or rather than bars of iron, it's one solid iron door that doesn't appear to have a handle or even a viewport or a place to slide you food. As you bash against the walls, you hear the faint flapping of wings outside. Um, I look for like a window or anything to see if I can see what's out there. Uh, there's no way to see, but you hear a voice faintly calling at you through, through the doorway. Holland? Who's there? I put my ear up to the door. I don't, I don't have a name. I just have a reminder. You're never alone. Even those of us who've left you are with you in your heart. I'm probably like crying in my sleep. Excellent. Um, Nolo, you wake up. And you can clearly tell, uh, you can hear whimpering coming from a couple of your uh, associates while, um, I guess, what would Lulu be doing while everyone is sleeping somewhat fitfully? Uh, you know, just kind of keeping an eye out and getting excited for her new acts. And... I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably trying not to relive the trauma of where you guys found me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> and you notice, like, you see Charlie, like, strumming in her sleep a little bit. And uh, 
uh, you can see uh, almost like Ithrin's almost like shivering a little bit and like shaking. And Alan just starts openly weeping in her sleep uh, as Nolo wakes up. That's weird. Is everything okay, Nolo? Something's not supposed to be here. Um, I would like to uh, use telepathic bond on Holland. Okay. That would Yeah, um, is that something that uh, Alan might resist? It says eight willing creatures. It doesn't say anything about unwilling, though. Oh, then, yeah, there's no way in without Alan being willing. Are you willing to allow someone to enter your mind, Alan? For story's sake, yes. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, You... Enter in and you see this vision of Alan crying against the door uh, and you can hear a childlike voice coming through the door. Those you've Uh, left behind are carried with you. Even those that never were but could have been. And I walk around outside of this like uh, vision or this like uh she's having um you try to move through the door are you making your presence known to Holland? uh no okay as you try to shift your perceptions through the door uh you find yourself standing in the middle of empty tundra and it's empty tundra as far as you can see in every direction and a giant owl bursts up from the snow says you would dare interfere in the dreams of another um i suppose so um but only to seek you um, and I don't mean to be rude, I say lying, uh, but you're not really welcome here, so I'd appreciate if you would leave. I go, and a giant owl appears inside the sanctum, where my God tells me, he says out loud, loud enough to wake everyone that's sleeping up. No, yeah, I I gathered. I'm just saying I don't want you here. He flies over. And I don't want an apocalypse. Think anybody does. If everybody woke up at the same time, Lulu would jump up and like have be ready for something because <laughs> she's gonna be like, "What did everybody else see that I missed again?" Um, I mean, you see this kind of grumbles in Orcish over in the corner. Do we have to stop another apocalypse? Come on! <laughs> I think we have to not cause it. 
and Ithrin will. Uh, yeah, so I had a weird dream. Really big owl. You uh, look up, and that really big owl is floating overhead right now. Oh, <laughs> that owl. Guys, are we friends with this? <laughs> he was nice to me in the dream, but. Uh, he's not allowed in the sanctum. I don't know how he's even here. And yet, in the sanctum, I am. So perhaps you do not dictate the will of the gods. And it would yeah. do you well to remind it, to remember it. Do you have history with this owl? Mm, no. Because I gotta one. admit, as, as a Slytherin, it, it, he kind of does make me nervous. <laughs> I have not tasted the flesh of your kind since the Divine War. But you have. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I had a dream that I planted one of the winter seeds. Uh, And then there was like kind of like an apocalypse winter. So we shouldn't plant the seeds? Well... Here's the thing, is that the Snow Queen says that the seeds are sort of necessary to restore seasonal balance. And I don't think she's wrong. I think, however, that Shelzar is just not prepared for winter because they haven't had to be. So what I'm saying is we've got to go warn them before we plant the seeds that winter is coming. Getting some Game of Thrones vibes here. <laughs> it would do you well to heed the wisdom that Arius has sent has seen fit to bestow upon you. Uh would I recognize that name? Uh go ahead and make a religion check. Okay, bye bye, cat. Eleven. Um, Why is my religion so bad? Oh, because I have no intelligence. <laughs> uh, demigod, um, pretty sure dreams. Not sure of their parentage or anything like that. Okay. Well, then that would comport with what he said, is that he was picked and sent by the king of dreams. He says, I will take my leave of you in the hopes that you gain the wisdom to prevent a frozen death for Skarn and the hopes that you gain some manners, says Tanolo. <laughs> and he flaps his wings and disappears. To be fair, I did ask him politely to leave, so I don't know where this manners comes from. Bless you. Yes. <laughs> have gods contacting me before I started hanging out with you folks. Well, see, this is... I've been thinking about this, Charlie. My theory is is that once we kind of got involved in one of them, they stuck like a kick-me sign on our backs. (laughs) And now we're just like every god knows we're gonna try to do something to stop an apocalypse, so they just keep throwing them at us. 
<laughs> no, they didn't put kick me. It's sucker. <laughs> We're a bunch of suckers. <laughs> it is what the gods tend to do. Yeah. One of the many things that's uh, not the best about them. Uh, in uh, to be clear as well, Nolo, you are still connected to Alan's mind. Oh, if, I mean, I once that like came out, I got rid of that. Okay, I just wanted to talk to the owl guy. Excellent. Yeah, it was definitely not to be so, you know invasive. I wanted to find out where this guy was at. We're not going to be able to trust our dreams now, right? That's what. Damn it. That was a good design, too. <laughs> design for what? Uh, I was thinking about a way to uh, tattoo one of the spells I know to help with. It, it really, as far as I know, it would help with any artisan's tools. It sounds awesome. If you want, I'll try to help you figure it out. Works for me. By this stage of the morning, you've all you're all pretty well rested. You have the mechanical benefits of a long rest, even if you're not completely rested up. Um, would you like to resume travel or do you want to spend some more time hanging out in the nice warm sanctum? Uh, does the sanctum have windows? Uh, it can. We should probably make sure that the one that got away didn't bring a whole army back when we walk out of here. I'll like wave a hand and like a window will appear that, you know, is like one way so only we can see out of it. No, just a, just a bunch of, you know, the remnants of um, a rampage on a defenseless village. That's all you see. Defenseless. <laughs> they were defended. <laughs> they were very well defended. <laughs> um, while we're no, in here, uh, can I cast commune with nature and then get an idea of the terrain, any celestials, fey, fiends, or undead influence from other planes, buildings, um, animal, and people nearby. Yes, uh, though if you cast that right now, you're gonna that will be effectively inside of the demi plane that you're in. Well, I'll like, I'll get it ready. I'll get it ready, and then cast it when we're out. Okay. Uh, so you're stepping outside then and casting communion with nature. Well, um, I'll wait till just before we leave. So it's more of like an accurate assessment of when we're ready to go. But, uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, what are the creature types? Uh, celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead. And then plants, minerals, animals, and people. And bodies of water. In case that glacier is coming back, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, you're standing on permafrost. So oh, okay. um, there's water everywhere. Okay. Drop to drink. Um, <laughs> however, uh, you don't find any fiends, celestials, uh, fae, undead besides yourself. 
Okay. Uh, in the immediate vicinity. I'll tell everybody, it seems like it should be safe for at least, I guess this goes three miles. <laughs> Got a long and uh, journey. And I'll always send the owl like way ahead of us to see if anything's like like up and then like to give us like a signal if they like see anything that we should be aware of. Do you have any means of communicating with your owl over long distances? Um, let me see. I think with familiar so telepathic bond up to yeah yeah i just don't know what the distance is on the bond uh oh so it's gotta be within 100 feet of me i guess so it'd be 100 just outside of the 100 feet we can have a telepathic bond all right but 100 feet straight up on a tundra it will give you some extra quite a bit of extra sight um is there anything else that any of you want to do before you leave the sanctum for the night uh, or for the day as as mentioned before, I am permanently casting mage armor on myself whenever it goes away. And you now have enough warm clothing for everyone to uh, cover themselves in wallahog hides or shimmer snake skins. Does anyone have uh, like camping tools, cooks tools in their tools list? Um, I think I do. Let me look. Because we might want to preserve some of that meat too. Otherwise, we're just going to leave a giant pile of dead shit. I have a bag of holding. Yeah, if you want to throw that meat in the bag of holding, it should stay relatively fresh. Well, that's convenient. I need to get me one of those. They're real great. How much did it run right. you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... You don't, you don't have to answer it off the top of your head. All right. To that end, you take off uh, traveling. As you get probably about four hours of travel in, uh, you come to your familiar lets you know, first off, uh, there's a very large skeleton uh, sticking out of the ice just before you start entering into uh, some rocky terrain that appears to have some evergreen trees on it can i see through the owl's eyes to see if it's like a moving skeleton or if it's just like something buried in the snow uh yeah you can look through it definitely looks buried in the snow why don't you go ahead and give me um a perception check perception there it is uh, not very good, so I don't see nothing. Four, four. Well, actually, I can see the the owl's eyes actually. So it's a different um stat. So, so it'd be off the owl's perception. But what did you roll? Um, I roll. Oh, where do you go? I rolled uh, a three. Okay. But, uh, all you really, all you really managed to manage on perception because the owl. You went oh. super robotic on me for a second. What was it? I got advantage on perception because of the owl. Oh, then roll again. Nice. So that's going to be a 16 plus 3, so 19. All right. So this skeleton um, is far larger than any giant or humanoid that you've ever encountered, but it does appear to have humanoid 
uh, arrangement of bones. Uh, more disturbingly, perhaps, are the several piles of humanoid bone that seem to be arranged in the vicinity of the skeleton. Uh, the skeleton will... is about three quarters of the way frozen into the ground. I uh, will go back to my own vision and let the group know. Um, it's a really big skeleton and a bunch of other bodies uh, up ahead. Uh, you there also is. do notice some movement up in the rocks, something big moving up in the up in the rocks, but you can't quite make out what. Like giant like skeleton or like something moving. Yeah, really big skeleton, and as something's you, moving in the rocks. As you sort of crest the slight hill, you can all see from where you're at. Uh, this rib cage that sticks up probably 40, 50 feet uh, to where it angles inward. Well, that's super creepy. Uh, that's not great. Which direction? We, we just need to go. Are we just heading like northwest? Yes. Like, right, right, straight across the giant <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm getting major detour vibes. I don't know about anyone else. Like, I'm willing to walk around this one if we can. Knowing our luck, it's gonna attack us anyway. Why don't each of you give me a your preference of history, religion, or arcana check? Everybody? Yeah, everyone. History. <laughs> They're all bad, so let's just pick one. <laughs> I got a nat 20. I got a nat 20. Uh, which results in a 19. I'm going to just go ahead and um, use my inspiration. I got a nat 1. I know shit. Oh, and I got a nat 20. How funny is that? Yay! We get extra bonus points for two nat 20s. History what or what? Arcana. Yeah, history, or arcana, or uh, religion. religion. Yeah. Okay, that makes a 27. If that matters. Okay. Um, sure, absolutely. Your those of you who got natural twenties are um, aware of the rumor that the Titan Gulaben was the last Titan to be defeated. Um, supposedly. They were ripped to shreds and their body deposited in the four corners of the world. Judging by the size of this skeleton, it's not inconceivable that this is a Titan skeleton. According to the rumor, according to the legend, they were placed inside of an iron box that was forged by Chardoon. Uh, which would make it effectively impenetrable. Um, 
but and yet there is a titanic skeleton in front of you we should go check that out <laughs> you wouldn't mind getting a piece of that for some possible spell components could be valuable also just in case i don't know if sarah's sharing i uh lulu is absolutely telling everybody everything that she knows because she never knows anything <laughs> yeah i always i always just tell everybody what i know Excellent. sorry i was enthralled the cat let me hold him like a baby so i got i got distracted <laughs> are you planning to make your way uh to the skeleton yes yeah yeah sure wonderful um as you move in Feel free to arrange yourselves in a marching order. Let me know where you're standing, what you're messing with. I'm going first because I'm I have somewhere no near the back, but I have. I rolled a one. Put me near the back, but I have a cat. I can't move me. I got you in the back. All right. I'll go right with Alan. I, don't... I can't actually even see that screen right now. All right. By the hand. Excellent. As you approach the skeleton, you hear a booming voice in something of a chorus, uh, as if three people are speaking in near perfect unison. As this voice shouts something at you in Titan speech. Anybody speak Titan speech? Is, is there another name for Titan speech? No. Nope. Nope. I do not. Nope. But then I grab my hammer. Actually, she grabs her hammer. I grab my axe. As you it arm never up, goes well. You see two <laughs> giants make their way to the edge of this ridge. I can cast comprehend languages. All right, you do so. Um, they're shouting, "Get away from there!" Uh, the thing that strikes you out about these two giants: one of them is very clearly uh, a frost giant. Um, the second. Looks like a frost giant, but has three heads. And with that, I think we'll uh, get this party started. Because <laughs> they're shouting at you to get away from there. We never get away. Oh, you're not my supervisor. <laughs> we roll initiative. I really hope I have advantage on initiative rolls, which we learned last week. Make sure you use it. 18. 16. Sorry, 14. Oh, uh, 15. Oh, we took a long rest, didn't we? Yes. I forgot yeah. to press it as well. I forget. Yeah. And what did Ithrin have? Uh, uh, 14. 14. Charlie? 21. Charlong? Uh, 12. Excellent. Not four this time. Secretly, right. Sean Long is like, 
Okay. Today's the day oh. I find a belt of giant strength. I'm all for it. Okay. Get up. There you go. First action goes to Charlie. What would you like to do as you see these two giants? Um, hold on, I'm trying to... <laughs> this one monitor shit is for the birds. It'll be resolved soon. I know, but it's just very hard in the moment. Okay, they're a long way away. Okay, I thought they were a ways away. But... Um... I'm sorry, the cat distracted me. I'm a jerk. You're fine. Uh, uh, um. All right, let's do. Sorry, the cat is noisy too. Um, I'm gonna cast Intellect Fortress on me and where am I? Me, Ithrin, and is it Charlung back there? The three, the two of us that are closest. Yeah. Wait, wait, it might be four. Hold on. Yeah, it's four. Um, so also, uh, I don't know, Lulu. Okay. So you, uh, those of you who have been targeted, so Lulu, Charlung, uh, Ithrin and Charlie all have resistance uh, to psychic damage and advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws. That Thank will come in handy. Thank you. Oh, so, so good. That's me and, and then everybody else. I listed. Excellent. Uh, any bonus actions or uh, movement? Um, I'm going to throw a bardic inspiration at uh, Alan because I couldn't fit Alan in the spell. Thank Excellent. you. That brings us to Lulu. What would you like to do? So I'm assuming the giants are being aggressive at us. Uh, they are. You see each of them is like rounding up uh, like a, an ice-covered stone, like lifting an ice-covered stone off the ground. So I will rage. <laughs> and then I can't really see the squares through the skeleton. Can you tell me how far it how far it is over there? Uh, they are from you. One hundred and fifteen feet. And so let's see, how fast can I go? Um, if you, well, you raged as your bonus action, so you can't aggressive, but if you go full move, you can go twice your move. All right. How, and that gets me relatively close, right? What's your move? My move, I think 35. Okay, so that's 70 feet. So I can go ahead and move you real quick. 70. That'll put you right around there. I'll duck into that skeleton's mouth. All right, so you can use the skeleton's chin as cover? Yeah, and then I'm just going to basically run out the other side next time. It's it seems fun. 
Beautiful. Lovely way to use the terrain. Alan, what would you like to do? Um, I am going to run next to Lulu. I don't know if I can make it to Lulu because they don't have rage or whatever. What's your uh, move? Um, it's where does that say again? Speed. Oh. Huh? Your speed? My speed. Should be like right on the front of your character sheet. Like, like walking monitors. speed next to your health. Yeah, I'm trying to look. Uh, 30 feet speed. Yeah, so, so you can go 60, so. Not too far. You can also use the chin as cover. <laughs> Nolo, what would you like to do? Um, I am going to uh, slam my quarters, uh, my my staff into the ground, and uh, the gem glows purple. And I cast Melfi's minute me- minute meteors at fourth level. So uh, eight meteors just like shoot out from the sky and float around my head. Okay. Um, and uh, send. Uh, can I tell me? I can do. I'm gonna send uh, two meteors at the giants. That's so one safe. One at each. Um. Yes. And that's gonna be a deck save. All right. So they both failed their save, obviously. Okay. So that's gonna be. And then... 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That's going to be 12 fire damage as they explode uh, on them. Excellent. Um, they each take 12 fire. Uh, the frost giant that has one head. Um, is going to throw a rock at the nearest one of you, which is Lulu. They will have disadvantage on this. No rocks. Not how you make friends. Does a 14 hit you? Oh. I think that's that's exactly what it takes to hit me. Take thirty-two bludgeoning. Um, I'll, I'll oh. use I'll use uh, shield ally as my reaction. What's the range on shield ally? Oh, never mind. That's thirty feet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you take well. You take sixteen bludgeoning because you're uh, raging. Yeah. But uh, this rock like hits the jawbone, shatters. Uh, flinging snow and ice everywhere and like a piece of the rock comes around the side of it and just cracks Lulu across the face. I'm going to act like it didn't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ithrin, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I am casting fifth level bless. Uh, So that gives me six targets. So on all of us, we are all blessed. Um, So when you make an attack or saving throw, uh, before the spell ends, it's concentration per minute. 
Uh, roll a d4 and add that to uh, whatever you have also rolled. What's the range on that? Range? 30 feet. Okay, so you'll only be able to get uh, you, Nolo, um, Charlung, and Charlie. Um, okay. Unless, yeah, because you are currently 55 feet from Holland. Um, could I take a no? Because that brings me away from right from Charlie. Okay. Um. All right. In that case, then I will cast it at a lower level to save the spell slot. So I'll cast it at second, so we can still get all of us or the four, the four people. Um. That is my turn. Excellent. Uh, Charlene, what you got? I will move up my standard move so I can uh, let me click remember you can always use your arrow keys and count them out that was six so that's 30 glorious What is my distance now? All right, I'm gonna take one more step left because I would have been able to do that at any point along the way there. And that will get sure. both of those guys. In range of a twinned emulate. Okay. Emulate is Resisted with what? Uh, deck save. Okay. And what is the uh, eight uh, DC sixteen save? And neither one of them makes the save. Uh, then they both take thirty-seven fire damage. Okay. Um, they will also burn for the duration, which is concentration up to a minute. Um, they are emitting light for 30 feet. And on each of their, at the end of each of their turns, they repeat the saving throw or take an additional 46 per turn while they okay. can't, yeah, until they shake it. Excellent. Um, that brings us to the multi-headed frost giant who's going to use a bonus action to rage. Oh, I'm the only one who can rage. <laughs> uh, they leap off of the edge. Oh, boy. Which one is the one that... Oh, okay. Never mind. That's my question. Speed, buddy. Okay, excellent. Um, they rip a fucking tree out of the ground and throw it at Charlong. Uh, this attack will have plus four because I don't have the rage broken out as a separate thing. Uh, they should not be a disadvantage either. Um, so does a 22 hit you? 
Yeah. No way that doesn't Excellent. What? So there's no way that doesn't hit. Yeah. All right. Take 31 bludgeoning and make a concentration checklist. Oh, God. What size are frost giants? Um, Huge. I would like to point out that earlier, and I don't know if we were live or not, um, but but our, our lovely DM said to us, I don't try to kill you guys. <laughs> right now, this frost giant's just trying to put himself out in the fastest way possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. You fail your, con- your concentration check, the emulate goes out. They stop burning. That brings us back to the top of the order, which I need to reset because there was a thing that was a problem. There we go. Charlie, what would you like to do? I was wondering what was going on with the order there. Um, I am going to move, and I looked at it and then lost my spot, so I'm going to move. Hi. Um, Yeah, I can do that. Okay. I'm going to move behind the tier and crouch down. So that I'm behind a thing. And then um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast the invisibility on myself and uh, shoot a bardic inspiration at uh Charlong, I haven't given you a bardic inspiration, right? Nope. All right, then Char gets the bardic. And that's my whole turn. I did all the things. Charlong, you didn't roll your d4 for your bless. Uh oh, in my saving throw. Yeah. Like, where's the button for just a D4? So would a 15 have been concentration? No, because you took more than it took. It would have been a 16 to break it. Right? No, it would have been 15 to break it. 15 to keep it. So you don't know the concentration still up. Because it's you took 31 damage, right? It's either 10 or half of what you took. So concentration is still up. They are still on fire. Sick. I said ouch really loudly. Is dealt at the end of their turn or the beginning of their turn? At the end of each of their turns. So he he gets another deck save, DC 16. And if he fails that, it's 4D. 46, I believe. Uh, it would be a 19. He does not have right, disadvantage. So he put himself out anyway. Okay. But the other one did not. The other one's still on fire. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, Charlie, you've moved. You've cast Sea Invisibility, and you've given Bardic Inspiration to uh, Charlon, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Sweet. So that brings us to Lulu. What you got? I feel like this is going to be a bad choice, but we're going to make bad choices and we're going to go run up on the giant and hit him with my axe. Excellent. 
not recklessly because I don't need this kind of, those kind of advantage problems today. <laughs> 23 for a hit number one. That will hit. A 14 for number two. Uh, number two does not hit. I would like, can I use my inspiration there? Yeah. No? Okay, I will use my inspiration. Um, you have bless. <sighs> bless is not attack rolls though, right? Is it attack uh, rolls? Yes, but uh, Lulu is not in range for the bless. Oh, yeah, okay. I got less, so, so I did not hit him with number two. So I roll damage. Yeah. For the first one. That is a 12. That acts magical? Uh, oh, Charlotte. <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, they take six. All right. Anything else, Lou? Uh, You're like right up in its face now, right? I suppose I am. I want to re regret that later. Uh, that brings us to our first Frost Giant buddy. So at the end of their turn, they save or take damage, correct? Yes. All right. So he's going to jump down. And he's going to uh, just peel up like a snowball and whip it at probably Charlong, because Charlong's the easiest target right now. Oh, they're both right there now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 20 hit? Yeah. All right, 14 bludgeoning as you're hit with the world's nastiest snowball. Oh my gosh. And give me a concentration check, please. You do not lose concentration. He will make a deck save. 18 save? Yes. All right, he goes out. Holland, it's your action. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to run up to the same giant Lulu's fighting. All right. And I'm going to hit it with my hammer. All right. You can do so. Pop. Go ahead and make that attack check. 20 for the first one. That'll hit. And 14 for the second one. Second one misses. Uh, I'm going to use my... No, I'm not going to use my inspiration. All right. Go ahead and roll damage. And is your hammer magical? No. Just badass. Um, five bludgeoning and then let me see um Yes. That's it. I was trying to see if I could use any of my maneuvers because I haven't used some of them, you know, ever. 
And I was like, oh, which one of them would be cool now? But mm -mm. they take three as they are currently raging. Nolo, what you got? I am going to move uh, into the jaw of that skeleton. And I'm going to cast a uh, sapping sting on the three-headed one that's raging, right? That's the one that's raging. That's correct. And what All does right, sapping buddy. sting do? So it's a, a con save. Um, and if they fail, they fall prone and take necrotic damage. And what if they get a 27? Um, that's also a thing. Let me see something. But also, where is it at? Prono shift, re-roll it again. Okay. Oh, wait, that was the wrong one. That's the right one. 15? 15 does not save, so they fall prone. All right. And they are going to take uh, four necrotic damage. All right. And that is uh, my cantrip, so that one is prone. So you got advantage on that one, guys. And I will toss uh, two more of the meteors at both of them. There's another deck save, 16. All right. They both fail. All right. So that's going to be... Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? It's going to be nine fire damage for both of them. Excellent. Load on impact. All righty. Anything else? No, it's my turn. All right, Ithrin, what you got? All right, so I'm going to move 30 feet to be there. Uh, and then which one is prone? The one that... Um, multiple heads. All right, yeah, he's going to get down. guiding bolted. Excellent. I'm going to cast it at uh, fifth level, so lots of damage. Oh, that's a 27 to hit. That will absolutely hit. Awesome. 46. Uh, 86, because I'm casting at high level. That's right. Nice. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. 27 Back. again on damage. Wow. Right. Uh, the multi-headed uh, giant explodes in a burst of light. Dang. It's Fuck yeah. I'm so excited for that. I'm helping. You are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, that is my turn. Sharlung, what you got? Uh, did Ithrin think about taking any cover? Am Was I not she... behind cover with the rib bones? I mean, uh, yeah, if you step up to the bone, you can be behind cover. Be a five-foot step, basically, if you get behind cover. Well, I there was we just curious, because I was... Um... Sherlong is basically in uh, I need to hide mode, but uh, I could make one of the two of you invisible uh, if 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 you have a preference of being visible or invisible. I feel like if the 
if Ithran and I go invisible, Charlie can see us. So I think that's the choice I would make. So I'm going to step up and twin greater invisibility on Ithran and myself. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I'm actually going to finish just walking and hide over, like, taking more cover from the ribs. Excellent. Make, making sure that Charlie saw where I was going. Excellent. That brings us to the top of the order. Charlie, first off, Word. please give me a perception check. It's never good. Nothing's ever good. I'm always being punished for something. Uh, la, 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 24, 22. Uh, you can see those uh, bits of the multi-headed giant that exploded uh, melting into the ground. Good. Like the giant is melting, not the ground is is absorbing it. Like the ground is absorbing it. Okay. And is it like this patch that we're standing on, is this stone or is this a different kind of like snow? So this is snow and ice. Okay. That the that the giant is that the giant skeleton's buried in. Right. What's just next to it where they were? Uh snow, ice, but there's more exposed dirt. So like this might must have at one point been like a hole that filled with okay. ice, perhaps. So is this happening on the dirt area or is this happening specifically in the ice area? Or is it's, it involved? It seems to be happening in both, and it seems as though this matter as it's melding is like moving toward the skeleton. Okay, I'm just going to yell. I don't know what the fuck that's it, that is, but that's weird. <laughs> Excellent. Because um, I like to do that stuff. Um, and then I'm going to... Oh, I have the wrong tool up. I'm going to move to here, like behind the jaw. And I am going to use my last Bardic Inspiration on Nolo. And I am going to cast Mass Healing Word at level four. And this will hit everybody from here because it's 60 feet. Um, and that's going to be... Uh, everybody gets nine. Excellent. If you're damaged, you heal up to nine points. Thank you. Yep. And that is my whole turn. Lulu, what you got? I'm going to hit the other one with my axe. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Wonderful. 24? Uh, yeah, that'll hit. 17. All right. Uh, please explain to me how this giant drops. Oh. Um, my first hit with my axe is like an uppercut. And then the next one is down and just drilling it into the ground, smashing its face in. Excellent. You come up and uppercut it like through, like in the junk, basically, uh, with an axe. And it doubles over and you just split its wig right onto the uh, icy patch. As the blood and brain sort of splatters out onto the icy patch, you see it all seeping into the ice. Uh, those of you who are currently taking cover in the skeleton... 
start to see little veins of red move across the bones. Oh no. Um this looks really bad. So <laughs> probably get out of here. Can I cast Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, can I cast gentle repose on the skeleton? Um sure. It's protected from decay and can't become undead. If that matters. Sure. Okay, yeah, you cast gentle repose on it. Uh, if Red will call out. I think the skeleton's waking up. We gotta go now. Let's leave. I'm gonna try to take a piece of the skeleton with us. <laughs> That's such a bad idea. What are you trying to break off? Uh, uh, well, I'm over there, so maybe like a little pinky? Like a phalange. Yeah, so I just want one of the little phalanges or a piece of it, I guess. I, <laughs> like I believe it's big, like you get it, yes. You're like just a little phalange. Yeah, there's a little tip of pinky sticking out. Go ahead and make a strength check. You have advantage because you're raging. All right. Strength check. Get out of the, the mouth. <laughs> I don't think I've ever just rolled a strength. Here we go. Oh man, that was two. But I'm gonna use one of my luckies. You have advantage. Oh yeah, that's true. Let's let's yeah. Twenty. Not natural. All right. Uh you snap the finger off and you hear the ice sort of creak and crack. Anyone who's standing on the icy part, I need you to make a uh dexterity saving throw, please. I got it. I got the finger. Am I standing in the ice? I'm on the uh, edge. Yes, you're standing close. Sorry. And <laughs> what Sorry. is it? Throw? Deck saves. Uh, you're looking for a DC 10 or better. Ooh, better. 10. I, I, roll, <laughs> I rolled a 9. Oh, but I blessed myself. Yep, don't forget that D4. Yay. I have, well. I have advantage on dexterity saves. I All forgot right. why, but I do. Well, seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I had a 14. All right. So what, what, was, what was that, Mike? Uh, for, um, uh, that's a roll that again. Chrono shift. Did you feel that? How many chrono shifts do you get a day? Two. You've used two. I've used one. You used one on the uh, saving throw, right? I used one on the, uh, on the... Oh, the You used one on the giant saving throw. Mm-hmm. And didn't you use one on an attack roll earlier in this fight? No, I no, used I inspiration. Used that was okay. me. Yeah, I used earlier. Um, that was before you rested, though. Yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, all right. So... So you get another roll. Oh, yay! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So nobody is knocked prone, but Ithrin. Uh, no, she got the plus. So. All right. Excellent. So no one falls prone. Uh, the, as the uh, skull sort of turns just a little bit to face uh, this direction, and uh, lets out a uh, roar. 
Oh, it has maybe wounds. we can't do that. Do I want to put it back? <laughs> I need uh saving. I need a saving throw from Nolo, Island, and uh, Lulu. What kind of a saving throw? I'm about to find out. Hold on. Oh, it knows. I just thought that Nolan wanted some of the giant or some of the titans, so I wanted to give it to him. <laughs> you can't buy people's friendships, Lulu. It went so well uh, with the cookies, though. This would be a constitution save, and you are in luck. You do have advantage because um, of your cold weather gear. Not 20. Holla. I got 25. Damn, 10 on both of those. Can I use inspiration? Sure. Man, wow. So 10. Okay. Uh, so you will take full of this. The rest will take half uh, cold damage. Which is? 34. So we'll take half of 34? Yep, so 17. As it blows out a cone of cold and the bloody sort of lines that were starting to form on the skeleton all frost over. It appears to no longer be animate. Cool. Maybe we should try to take another finger now that <laughs> now that it's sleeping again. <laughs> we don't learn lessons. Woohoo. <laughs> There's no amount of violence that can teach us. Right, Travis. Charlie, it occurs to you with this movement um, that this is likely not, in fact, uh, Gulabin's remains. Uh, you believe that this may actually be the skeleton of a lesser titan of frost. I'll let everybody know that. Lesser. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I wonder what we could sell that bone for. I'm, actually... I'm just going to arcane recovery real quick, just so you guys know. What? I'm just going to arcane recovery to get the spells back. All right, no low What's arcane up, recovery. And uh, I was saying that um, I was curious if I know anything about, because I know like like a belt of giant strength has been something Charlung has been kind of keeping an eye out for for a while. I'm wondering mm -hmm. if uh, I know of any like components from the giants we just killed that I could... Uh, possibly, but their bodies just got absorbed by this lesser oh, titan. They got, they got, they got shrunken headed. Right. Yeah, their their remains are effectively gone at this point. Um, Charlie, you can put together that apparently killing anything near this thing uh, risks helping it reconstitute. All right, I'm going to tell everybody that and also um, suggest maybe we don't stay around here because I don't want to see that. Yeah, let's get 
Does Big skeleton is interesting as a skeleton, but not as a living thing. I'm going to keep the finger like a backpack. I'm going to like stick it between my backpack and me and carry it with me. I got right. your fucking number. Does uh, one of you have some more healing spells? Please. <laughs> oh, yeah, I certainly do. I got I got um, hit really hard by that first uh, tree. <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah. Um, how bad is really bad? Uh, I'm like 30 hit, oh, 30 okay. some hit points down. Okay, hold on one second. I dropped a die. Fucking jackass. Um, uh, somebody else got so, hit pretty bad too. Nolo took a pretty nasty hit from the cone cold, right? You're you're muted, sir. I'm at uh 48 hit points too. Yeah, I only have 16 okay, hit points three. left. I'm fine. But my max is only okay, 52, so... There's 21 for Sharlong. And then did you need one too, Nolo? Yeah, I could use some. Okay. 17 for Nolo. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do before you leave this area? Wonder what trouble we're gonna get into carrying the finger bone of a frost titan. Right. <laughs> Probably um, nothing we haven't seen before. I'm just gonna say for the record, I am not above throwing anyone in front of the uh Scarlands version of a bus. So <laughs> even if it's really a huge bus. Look, it's way more dangerous to ask Alan to put down her weapon than for me to carry this Titan bone around. Uh, the, the Titan bone, the, the pinky tip is about five feet long and about two feet wide. Oh, then yeah, I'm I can't. excited. This is, this is great. I have a lot of carrying capacity because of all of the feats that I have. So it'll be fine. I'm totally taking it. All right. Kind of want to make it into part of my weapon. I was going to say, you could make it the hilt of your new weapon. I kind of want to. If you give it to me, make it part of your weapon. All right. You tell me when you're ready, and then I'll give it to you, because I'm not going to make you carry it. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. All right. So you continue your journey into the uh, wooded patch. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Whatever direction we need to go, we're, we're going it. Excellent. As we're walking, I'm going to go to Lulu and be like, um, when you're done with that, if I could have some, some anything that's left over, any dust or any like parts that you don't need, it could be interesting. I'll tell Alan. Make sure you give him all the pieces. Scraps. Scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Not the five foot, two feet wide bits. Sounds good. Thank what do you. I care? Yeah. Wonderful. Um, why don't you go ahead and give me a D8 roll. Uh, let's have Ithrin do this one as you start making your way into the uh, wooded areas here. Uh, D8 roll, you said? Yes. I'll roll a seven. Excellent. 
Uh, as you're moving along, uh, a very cold wind blows through. Um, as the winds pick up, I need you each to make a const. If you're not immune to cold damage, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. All of us? Yeah, as long, if you're not immune to cold. So everybody but a turn. 16. All right. With advantage, right? Because we have because of the cold weather gear, yep. God. Nope, not enough. Twelve. Twenty-six. All right. Charlie. I think I might want to eleven. My lucky. Does a twelve do anything? Uh, no, it is DC 15. You'll take two cold damage if you fail to save. I will go ahead and use a lucky. I do not have that, so I'm going to take my damage. Ah, 23. Right. Uh, Charlie, you take two cold as this cold wind blows through, and it doesn't feel like it's going to let up um, anytime in the near future. Uh, you will need to make saving throws once per minute until you find shelter. I can throw up the sanctum again. Or I can throw up a hut either way. Whatever you prefer. How long does the hut last? Eight, I think. Yeah, it's eight hours. Mine lasts 24 hours if it matters. Get some rest and see if this lets up tomorrow. I'm fine with that. Okay, I'll throw up uh, a sanctum. All right, you pop back into your sanctum. Not far from this Titan's remains. Yeah, we're really not far enough. <laughs> what would you like to do once you're inside the sanctum? How long does that take to cast? Uh, it's 10 minutes. Oh, I need more saving throws, please. Um, go ahead and give me... Uh, if you're susceptible to cold damage... Uh, Give me three saving throws. I'm feeling particularly generous. With the DC 15? Yep. Uh, what con save? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm resistant to cold. Right, that's why you have advantage. Okay. Oh, I've already failed twice. I failed one. I'll take uh, oh. two, of those, two of those failed. Okay, more damage. What was the DC? Uh, 15. I failed all of them. I'm having a great day. All right. So Charlong will take no damage. Um, what is, what's the effect that's chilling us? Uh, it's a wind. It's the weather. Yeah, it's just the weather. The weather in Fenrilic is shitty. Um, for each failed saving throw, you take three hit points of cold damage. As, as this structure is going up. But eventually you get inside and start to warm. These are like the worst rolls of my life. I didn't roll over an eight. <laughs> so you're quite uh, chilly by the time you get inside the sanctum. You are also owed some nice good rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, 
rolling with advantage like I rolled all teens on all of the dice, all six of them, and, <laughs> and wasted all the good rolls. For, yeah. For something I would have taken one damage from. Uh, as you are progressing, uh, or as you're resting, you can uh, make your progress check on that axe if you'd like. You know, the strength Fair. roll, please. And add your proficiency bonus. Uh, not 20. Nice. Finish the axe head and in fact are able to trim down the handle of the Titan's finger bone and shove it in there. You sure that's something you want to do? Uh, yes. Excellent. Um, Oh no. So you have just to that axe, the blood is going to get on the bone and it's going to start bringing the time back to life. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to start chewing broken glass because it seems like we're making a hobby of doing crazy weird things. (laughs) Hey, Uh, I got commissioned to do this, so I don't ask questions. (laughs) Maybe you should start. (laughs) Asking questions. Also, um, can I use my jeweler's tools to kind of craft card kind of carve the x head into something kind of pretty you know like oh, yeah you make it look dope sick um absolutely. Sick. can you imagine sick you should draw this mm-hmm. i'm gonna yeah we do need you know brand new art for everybody just throwing that out there um, i want this x so bad we do, we do. give me just a second <laughs> Look something up here. Gigi. I have the best axe on the whole plane. <laughs> so you uh, can add a great axe to your equipment. Uh, make a note that the axe is adamantine, which means it will overcome a lot of damage resistances. Still oh. adamantium. Is did I do is it a double headed X or just one headed X that you wanted? I was assuming it was a great X. A great X has two heads. Yes. Uh and while you're holding that axe handle, you gain the effect of the rage boon. Uh, make a note of this it's basically a custom magic item if you want to track it on your sheet that way Um, while you are raging you can use a bonus action to activate a magical aura of rage the aura lasts for as long as your rage does while the aura lasts creatures of your choice within 20 feet of you share the effects of your rage feature as well as your reckless attack and frenzy features once the aura ends, you must finish the long rest before activating it again. That's sick. That's right. awesome. Alan, we are going to rock this so much. <laughs> uh, if your barbarian level is 11th or higher, you regain the ability to use this aura after you finish a short or long rest. Well, that means next time we level up. <laughs> Does Alan, did Alan give me the scraps? Yeah, you yeah. have the scraps of those bones. Can I cast Identify on them? 
Absolutely. I do. Uh, you identify them. They are uh, the bones of, of a lesser titan. Uh, the name escapes you. Lost to history, perhaps. Perhaps they were never named. Uh, but this titan represents the actual formation of, of frost and ice itself. The very essence of what is freezing is what this lesser titan represented. Mm. I like the sound of that. Okay, I'll uh, put that in bag of holding. Could be useful for what I want. Um, meanwhile, I'm getting Lulu and, well, Lulu and Aland are working on the weapon. I'm like, okay, next time we run into combat, anywhere, and you're standing next to me when it starts, consider letting me cast a spell on you before you run away from me. I'm just okay. saying. I have a lot of cool <laughs> things I can do, but when you're halfway across the the map, before I have a chance to make you run faster. Uh, Lulu will say, I got it. And absolutely <laughs> probably forget. Yeah, but that's I was going to say, I, I don't blame you, Lulu. I understand. <laughs> Orca's tradition and all is generally run straight in. But, you know. <laughs> my job. My calling. Excellent. Any other downtime activities you'd like to take this night in the sanctum as you wait for the for the cold to pass um a long rest yes <laughs> excellent you all lay down for a long rest as you begin uh drifting off to dreamland um Island. that's me <laughs> what are your thoughts as you fall asleep this night <laughs> um violence i really enjoyed um but i didn't do much damage so i'm very frustrated at myself and i'm feeling like a failure so i crave violence that's my thoughts my happy happy thoughts <laughs> as, you're, gonna badly. <laughs> as you're dreaming um you have a vision of being outside of shells are and holding little shards of that bone that flaked off from from the work that you've done and as you squeeze the shards of bone in your hand and they penetrate your skin blood runs from your hand and your eyes ice over as you see shells are start to freeze over and your vision kind of goes into a bird's eye view as you see people uh, literally filling the streets, running out into the streets, screaming, panicking, and becoming frozen in place where they stand. Um, I try to pinch myself to wake up in my dream. You find a terrible inability to wake from this dream. What is Charlie thinking of as she drifts off to sleep on this second night? 
um, I guess just general curiosity of what nonsense is to come. Eating glass. Excellent. Yes, and gathering glass to chew. <laughs> As you are drifting off, um, you see again the bar in Shalzar. Again, you're playing, and a cold wind blows through the bar, freezing everyone to death in their place, turning them into statues. Miraculously, you seem unaffected, though you are cold. What is Charlene thinking of as they drift up to sleep? Uh, probably the, the, the belt of giant strength that got away. <laughs> Excellent. Um, your dreams are relatively uh, frustrating, but you you're chasing, running after these giant footprints throughout the uh, snowy tundras of Fenrilic, and though you can see the massive form moving before you, uh, you can't seem to catch up and you can't seem to catch up and you can't seem to catch up until eventually the giant form stops and turns around and when it does you realize it's a, a giantess you've been chasing and she doesn't appear to be um, a cross giant at all just a, a giant-sized elven woman, perhaps? Uh, with a mandolin strapped around her, uh, like, like strapped to her back, uh, and a quiver. She turns to face you and says, it's not too late to turn back. Go ahead and give me a religion check. Three. You have no idea. You have no idea what this creature is or what it's trying to tell you, other than it's not too late to turn back. <laughs> Nolo, as you drift off to sleep, what's on your mind? Um, a world without uh, death or suffering, and me uh, watching over it. Excellent. Um. As you're falling asleep, you see the shores of Asherak, your home. And you see your people on their island going about their life, happy, peaceful, everything well. The sky full of stars, fuller of stars than you've ever seen it. And in the distance, 
for the continent proper, a blinding light fills the sky. As you see everyone around you, their flesh flayed from their bones, their bones turned to dust. And just as the dust is blowing to the wind, it stops. You hear a voice behind you. I've seen many dreams in my day. I'm often brought here at times of great distress. The form steps in front of you. It's a humanoid shape, probably about 20 feet tall with wild hair, uh, but lacking any sort of actual structure or features. It looks as if you're looking at a starry sky in the shape of a person. Hello. Hey, wait one second before I. Uh, Irios, I take it. Yes, Nolo, you're much more polite than you than my uh, herald led me to believe. Very quite even tempered. I don't know why he would lie like that. He's testy. What brings you here, Dream God? I'm here to do my best to convey visions, past, present, future, hopefully guide you. For what you're seeing now is the last time someone tried to create a world without suffering. Who was that? Who? Yes. The victors. So, so not me. No, not you. I've brought you to see the gods' folly and their greatest triumph. So you'll be prepared for what's to come. Go on. He uh, turns on the heel and begins walking toward the bright light. I'll walk with him. He says, do you know the story of the Seraphic Engine? Ooh, good question. Do I know the story of the Seraphic Engine? Uh, make a, well, a history roll at disadvantage. Disadvantage. All right, all right, all right. Oh, snap. Still 26. Uh, you do. Yeah, you know the legend that uh, supposedly, um, according to some of the cultists on Asherak proper, uh, the entire continent was once a paradise, uh, much like your island, until at the end of the Divine War, the gods kicked off this machine called the Seraphic Engine that reset reality. 
and in doing so, uh, laid most of Azure Act to waste. Yeah, I'm aware of it. Best of intentions often have unintended consequences. And for all of the might of the of the divine victors, they could not put Asherak back together again. Not for a lack of ambition, I'm sure. The truce is fragile. Be careful what you poke at. If this is about these seeds that Ithrim has been tasked with, I'm not really intent on allowing that to happen anyway. I see I don't much trust your kind and the things that you want. So you may trust us implicitly if you know our natures. What was that? Sorry. You may trust us implicitly if you know our natures. And with that, he dissipates into a burst of stars that flies out throughout the sky. Ithrin, what's the last thing you're thinking about before you fall asleep? Ithrin is trying to figure out how she can avoid uh, imposing nuclear winter on the world, but also not piss off the Snow Queen. Excellent. Uh, as you fall asleep, the dream repeats the same events, the same things, the same cracking of the earth, the same cries coming out from the that hole. Um, the cries of pain. But this time you recognize the voice, you find a familiarity in it. Those cries are the Earth Mother herself. You're hearing Denev scream in pain. Oh, no. That's where we'll wrap things up for this okay. week. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions? Yikes. What? Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns? That's what we're wrapping up for today. <laughs> for the year. For the year, yeah. Um, happy Big holidays. Year. You may all level. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns about tonight's game? I am so excited for my axe. <laughs> cool axe. I'm so excited. It was worth sent, all of that cold damage. <laughs> I sent a photo of the drawing to the chat. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Um, well, on that bright and shiny, let us go ahead and uh, do our outros. Um, let's start things off with uh, Nolo. Please tell us who you are, what you do, uh, who you're playing, your pronouns, their pronouns, and anything you'd care to promote. Uh, hey guys, I'm Mike Mutant, uh, playing Nolo, both he, him, um, having a lot of fun with this character, um, a lot of spells, got to cycle through that I'm not used to, um, but yeah, in real life, I am a comic artist, um, working on some projects, 
uh, for myself at the moment. Um, you can follow me pretty much everywhere at Mike Newton. Excellent. Uh, next up, Charlie, please give us your pertinence. I am Sarah Shiner for She, Her, playing Charlie, She, Her. Um, I do all kinds of stuff all over the internet, and I write books, and I play video games on Twitch. Uh, I'm Wordsmith Sarah everywhere, and I'm not feeling great, so I'm actually going to just go ahead and cover my camera and be done for the night. So thanks, everybody. Thank you for sticking it out. Greatly appreciated. Uh, definitely go over and give uh, Sarah a follow. i throwing the link up in the chat. Uh, next up, Lulu, please give us your pertinence. Hi, I'm Allie DeVries. I play Lulu. We're both she, her, and I got a new ex. <laughs> <laughs> you did. In fact, uh, get a new ex. Congratulations. Um, next up, that brings us to Ithrin. Please give us your pertinence. Hello, I've been playing Ithrin. My name is Rachel. You can find me on Stolen Fires pretty much everywhere, including the Burning Bird app and Twitch, uh, where Twitch I stream uh, Dragon Age on Mondays, the tabletop uh, variety. And uh, we are technically do we do straw, but they're on break right now. But Friday we do the Dune RPG. That's a lot of fun. Definitely worth checking out. Nice. And I have thrown the link to that in the chat as well. Uh, next up, Alan, please your pertinence. Hi, um, I'm Elena. I play Alan, and this is Bean. She's very needy today. Um, I'm she, they, and Alan is she, her. Um, I'm excited I got to actually blacksmith this session because I haven't done that in forever. And um, can believe we ended where we ended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in real life, um, artist and movement coach in uh, Chicago, Illinois. So you can follow me on Instagram, either at Milena Deneno or um, Milena Moves Mindfully, and buy my stuff and give me your money on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes, please do check out Milena uh, on Instagram and all you all your links. You have like a, a link tree there, right? Is yeah. Beautiful. So definitely make sure you check that out. And last but not least, that brings us to Cheryl Lung. Please give us your pertinence. Hey there. Uh, I'm Corey, a.k.a. Narf on the Internet. And yeah, uh, both I and Cheryl Lung, they them. And uh, yeah. Sixth level spells. Interesting. Um, normally I would plug the game I work on, which is Caves of Code, but uh, I wanted to call out attention that one of the like biggest roguelike games ever, Dwarf Fortress, just had a Steam release that uh, kind of brings a new UI and makes it actually kind of approachable in ways that it never was before. So if you ever heard interesting things but thought it would be impossible, take a look at it again. Anyway. Excellent. And that is up on Steam? Yeah. I'll, I'll drop a link. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, I guess that leaves me, Travis. Uh, he, they, when I'm not write, running games, I'm writing them. Uh, it is my sworn duty to remind you that tonight we have been playing Frostlands of Fenrilic. Uh, which is a offshoot of Scarred Lands. That's one of the continents on, uh, in the Scarred Lands setting. 
Uh, it is available in POD and PDF over at Drive Through RPG, and it is uh, features the art of uh, both Mike and Melina in it. So definitely run over and pick that up. Uh, I want to remind you that the current Kickstarter is Siderials. Uh, which brings the Sidereal Exalted into third edition. It's currently well into stretch goals. Uh, if you've not yet gotten on the train for that, now is the time. Uh, go get yourself some uh, previews of the manuscript and get signed up for all the beautiful stretch goals that are being unlocked. And uh, as it is the 10th anniversary of Onyx Path Publishing, uh, I would like to remind you that each month we are celebrating a different game line this month's game line is trinity continuum for the next i think week or so the trinity continuum second edition books are 90 percent off in pdf over drive through rpg uh there's a lot of good stuff to be had and you can pick up effectively the whole setting for like around 12 bucks uh pretty amazing stuff uh go check that out uh other than that uh, this is our last stream on this show for this year, so I want to wish everyone happy holidays and a safe new year. I want to remind you to get your shots, uh, take care of yourselves and each other, hug your loved ones, and um, I will be back here tomorrow at, I think, noon Eastern is when I'm scheduled to be back here for, uh, speaking of Trinity Continuum, for Aberrant Vigilance, which I am super excited about. It is our superhero game, uh, and tomorrow is session one. So if you have a chance to swing by tomorrow at noon, uh, come check us out being uh, being superheroes, kind of. Um, <laughs> so should be a good time. Uh, all right, folks, that'll do it for us. We will see you next year. Take care. <laughs>